0: You're listening to the BU Hockey Show on WTBU Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 9 of the BU Hockey Show. The Boston University Hockey Show, not the Harvard Hockey Show, which I'm tempted to make it.
1: Um, Maybe for a
0: little bit today. Maybe for a little bit today. Um, But yeah, I'm Patrick Donnelly. With me as always is Brady Gardner. And Brady, you know, last week we talked about how we should relegate the men's team (laughs) <laughs> to the second half of the show and promote the women's team, you know, to use the English soccer terms hmm. to the top of the show. Indeed. But then both teams got swept. What and we so almost none of them deserve to be <laughs> yeah. at the top of the show. I so mean, maybe we start off with a Harvard hockey minute. <laughs> well, but there's really a lot of doom and gloom specifically around one of the teams.
1: I was going to say, you started the show like it was a funeral. But it, it kind of is. I mean, like, <laughs> it feels like you... it, it's a low. It is it's maybe so low. the it's... lowest we have been on BU hockey in our four years here. Probably. I would think so. Like, We've they're been...
0: free-falling without a parachute, and they're going to hit them. the ground against UMass this weekend. Yeah,
1: this is the men's team we're talking about, yeah. obviously. Uh, four losses in a row coming off of two now uh, at Northern Michigan. The first one on Friday night by a score of 5-3, to three, second one by a score of 6-2. to two. So outscored eleven to five for those of you doing math at home, and uh, yeah, that was your trip to uh, Marquette, Michigan, against not even really one of the stronger teams in the CCHA, but uh, a team that's had your number in the last few years and a team that continued a trend that has now continued for several weeks. Thoughts, Patrick?
0: Well, what what hasn't already been said? <laughs> like it's true. Just not ready to play. So, like you, we talked about last week how the road trip should be galvanizing for this team, and it was in fact the complete opposite. You don't know that.
1: Oh I my mean, god! By results, by re- I guess <laughs> you you do know that. You know that it, it was not a success in terms of getting the hockey
0: me? back. You tweet out to the entire world your players coming off of a private freaking jet, and you're losing four to one after the first period. Yeah. Was it four to one? I believe it was four to one. But yeah, Comesso pulled 10 minutes in. Yeah. Yep. You're you're you give up 3 goals immediately. Your starting goaltender's yanked. The kid who is supposed to be the savior of this of this program. After you you Hey, here we are, coming off a private jet. Hope we sure don't get kicked in the teeth tonight.
1: <laughs> oh no, they went 2 days before so they could get used to it. You get comfortable. Oh yeah,
0: that was on Thursday. They tweeted out the private jet picture, and I then they got so. then they got their teeth kicked in. Northern Michigan. <laughs> I said that to you in class. Northern Michigan is probably hanging this on the billboard Maybe. or the bulletin board in the locker room. Like these guys are coming off the private jet. All, I don't even know. Yeah.
1: No, I mean no. I see what you mean. Not a great look when your team is not going well, but. Like you said, you know, maybe that's something where it can galvanize the team. You're together. Uh, It certainly helps that it's a two-hour flight and not a 10-hour journey or whatever it would have been to go commercial. I get it. Like, practically speaking, if you can, sure, take the practice. Yeah, if you have Uh, the means. Of course. If you have
0: the means, enjoy it.
1: But I know what you mean. Like, everything off ice is grade A, top-of-the-line operation, and then the on-ice product just is not doing
0: that. It wasn't even that I had a problem with, you know, like, Taking private jet. Like, I have no problem with that. If you had the meetings, do it. But, like, just yeah. the visual no, of yeah. tweeting out all our guys in suits coming off of a private jet. They look cool, Business though. trip. Did look cool. <laughs> and, and then it's like you get fired after your presentation on the business trip. Like, oh.
1: You're right. It was four to one after uh, the first period there, Friday night. And then you won the rest of the game. You scored in the second period. Master Simone had a great first game. Him and Goog Wim- Wim- remain two of your best forwards. They combined for both your first two goals. And then Case McCarthy's second goal in as many games. But that was really all the life you had. They scored an empty netter, I believe, at the end to make it 5-3 in what proved to be the closest game of the weekend. Because then, like I said, you lose 6-2, to two, where you, you showed Which, a little bit of fight. You're tied
0: 1-1. What tied, happened? Yeah. 1-1 what in happened? the first
1: period, and then you give up three straight power play goals. Fensori scored on kind of a fortunate little you know, bounce, direction, redirection play. Uh, we're across the line in the third period. Give you a little life, life, you know, four to two. Here we come. Fifteen minutes to play. No, you give up another power play goal. I believe um, Northern Michigan went four for five or four for six on the power play. I believe four for six. Uh, so, you know, back at the start of the season, we were saying, man, the power play or, 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 or the penalty kill They really were perfect through, through three games, they were perfect. So that's gone downhill a bit. Uh, and, yeah, they add on two more later in that game. Six to two, the final. Get back on that jet and get home ASAP because yeah the trip was a failure and um feel free to leave some people behind <laughs> i don't know about that but yeah you know we, we've talked about what's going wrong how do they fix it i mean the coaching staff finally took some accountability on Friday, on saturday well that's the thing i feel bad for alby because he's having to come up with different things every game as you know but it's oh, the same thing every issued. game but yeah from us watching from well, in this case, many thousands of miles away. Um, but even from the you know row 30, like we see the same things: compounding errors, not looking ready to play. Very basic stuff. But then, you know, Albie obviously knows it better in the post game, and he's you know kind of coming up with different ideas for what's going wrong. He's also very positive still, which I give him credit amazing. for. Amazing! It's uh, amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope the entire team is that optimistic about itself. I don't know. And it would
0: be hard to be at this point. But. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I mean, we we it's, of course it's hard to be at this point. You started the season ranked 10th in the country, second in the entire conference. We talk about this being one of the best conferences who can't even walk on two feet yep. in non-conference play to start this season. And now, and you, you consistently plummet through the polls. Now you're not even receiving votes. Yep. Like, it's it's a free fall. It's, it's all snowballing. it's it's not even like this is the middle of the season. Like, things, they didn't even get off to a start here. Uh Uh-huh. Like, and like I said, you're free-falling without a parachute. Well, here comes the ground (laughs) with UMass this weekend.
1: UMass for two games, Northeastern for two games, Red Hot Hockey with Cornell. That's the end of
0: November. Yeah. These were your games to rack up your wins. And even, like, Lowell's not a pushover. We know that. Northern Michigan isn't a pushover, but was Merrimack's it. not a pushover.
1: They're not. Okay. Did you see they threatened BC? They beat BC. Merrimack is a respectable hockey team, now. but these are all teams you should still beat. Yes, these are teams that Boston University is better when than. When
0: we when we talk about, you know, you have the deepest team in the conference on paper and all these awesome things at the beginning of the season. These are games you should absolutely take care of yeah. and you didn't. But that's what makes me not so worried. Oh, my God. I how know. could you not be worried? Because it's could November. Could you imagine? Like, I got a DM on Twitter from Mark Coffey, I believe. Shout out, Mark. Um, Who's Mark? Just a fan? He was WTBU show? alum. Oh, okay. Um, Mike Coffey. Excuse me. Mike Oh, Coffey. brutal. Um, I apologize. Sorry. I didn't have it in front of me. Mr. Coffee. Um I'm I'm meaning to respond to him, by the way. Um, I was oh, pro- I'm, I'm going to do it after the show. Yeah. But, you know, he brings up. What would Greg Carvel or Nate Lehman or Jerry York do with this with this roster? Hard to say. oh my God, it's not hard to say they'd be beating the crap out of people I mean I would hope so, but on the other
1: hand they are their teams are built differently. UMass is a different looking team than BU like makeup wise right BU is that U.S national team development program super skilled all the expectations in the world guys that want to be in the NHL you know I don't know if UMass is necessarily that BC's that I guess BC is that. Jerry York. UMass
0: is becoming that.
1: Jerry York is a unicorn a little bit. And the BC people who listen to this show are going to love that. You can't replicate Jerry York very easily. I don't know. Different systems fit different coaches. And we're kind of trying to find the fit maybe a little bit. But I don't believe. We've been trying to
0: find the fit at BU for four years. (laughs) Okay. But this roster isn't that bad.
1: It's not. It's not this as bad as they're great. playing on paper. This roster is amazing, and that's why I still believe in them. Because there's no way they're this bad, right? It's well, November. You, you hope. You they're hope. Three and seven on November eighth, the time of recording. They have one win in non-conference play. They're two and four towards the bottom of Hockey East. They are not this bad.
0: And the so product on the ice shows that they have been this bad
1: through less uh, through ten games. Okay, which is why I think that. You're not gonna be like this forever, and eventually. But it's, I don't it, know you're getting
0: to the point where it's almost too late. I don't know about that. You've dug your. Oh my God! Well, you've you're, so you've almost nationally, dug. Nationally, it's like, too late. Uh, nationally, it's absolutely too late. Yes, because I, I suppose any literally anything could possibly happen in the bean pot of the hockey's playoffs. But right. you're getting to the point where you've dug yourself such a big hole that you're either you might not even be in the picture come playoff time. Again, I don't think it's that bad. But yeah. you're gonna maybe not even you. I can't even you. <laughs> you'll have a pretty bad seed come playoff time. Now all of a sudden you have to go to the road to UMass or what have you. I'm not worried about Hockey East yet. You've played against three of. Then what ten are you opponents. worried about? Uh, I'm worried about
1: the national side, right? It'd be nice to get that auto bid that you feel like this roster certainly deserves. With like, said, Which on they're paper, certainly not going to get unless they it. like
0: win out. But yeah, I think nationally.
1: You're you're not getting you're in that way. Because you are not one of the best teams in Hockey East and Hockey East is not one of the best conferences at the moment. So the pairwise is not gonna shake out in your favor. Right? Because if you're the fifth best team in Hockey East, but Hockey East is having a great year, you might find a way to squeeze in somehow. But if you're the fifth best team in Hockey East as they're playing right now, and Hockey East is one of the, you know, bottom few conferences somehow, then it's not gonna go well for you. So I'm prepared to X off getting this team in the national polls at, you know, number 10 again. 10's probably going to be the highest that they are all season, and it was their initial ranking. Where no, we have seen that before? Two years ago, if you recall. I believe. They were ranked in the Union game. They beat Union seven three. They got into the rankings never again after that. Yeah, but they were number 10. Well, no. 10 is the highest that they've they, been They got in at, like, fourteen,
0: and then that was it.
1: right. So I don't think they're getting up to number 10 again. No. Especially with how good these Ivy League teams are going. There's your Harvard hockey moment. Uh, I'm afraid of those kinds of games when you have to play a Cornell at Red Hot Hockey or a Harvard in the first round of the Bean Pot. Yeah, I don't like your chances non-conference, but I'm yeah, still believing smoked. in Hockey East play. I don't think that's over by a long shot.
0: I mean, it's hard to say. Yeah. Because they've only played, what, four Hockey East games? Six. They've
1: played three opponents. Six. Three of the 10 that you're going to see. You still have, obviously, those extra little outlier games like playing main once at home before you go there twice.
0: I just X'd out the whole series completely.
1: Yeah. I'd like to do that, too. Yes. So I'm not saying that it's all over and it's terrible. Well, it is terrible. But it's by no means over. And they have had bad luck with injuries, which is not the best excuse. And we've had it a lot in our time here that the injury bug has killed this team. And it certainly has early on here. But I think water will seek its level. And this team will be better than they are now.
0: But I don't think they're going to reach their ceiling. feels like oh, that's no, kind of gone. gone. There's no way for you to possibly reach the ceiling. Though. Yeah.
1: But I think you'll get better. And you better
0: get better. The closest they're going to get to the ceiling is like if you're walking along, you jump and try to swipe at the ceiling and you miss <laughs> pathetically. That's like me. And everyone All laughs the time. at you. Yeah, it happens. Uh, UMass this weekend,
1: and uh, I said it last week, maybe like hoping that these were going to be competitive games. Where it's like, uh, hey, maybe you're just waiting to have that real threat. A team that is, on paper, probably better than you. Or UMass is close, I guess. Maybe this is what gets the team going. But I don't think you can possibly feel optimistic about going against the reigning national champions in a home and home this weekend. Who just swept Providence. Just swept Providence. Who yeah. are far and away the class of
0: the conference right now. Yeah.
1: The only team in hockey ranked in the top ten.
0: Yeah. Youch. And then next weekend you have Northeastern. Uh-huh. Who... Isn't a UMass, but certainly better than you right now. Yeah. They've been impressive
1: to start the season. Yeah. No, it doesn't get easier. No. Hey, one last Northern Michigan note Upper sure. Peninsula. Their jerseys are awesome. I was about to say, those jerseys are beautiful. Their arena looks awesome. That felt like quintessential college hockey. Like they filled the place. The fans were it. The band was good. I don't know if you heard them. They were playing Call Me Out. I didn't. Paul Simon. It was beautiful. Uh, I wasn't there, obviously, but it just seems like Northern Michigan, place to go for college hockey. That's what it's about. Kind of miss that.
0: Yeah. Don't see that much also, around these parts. Like, whether it's, you know, the struggles with some newer un- or more unfamiliar out-of-conference teams. Um, and I-, I saw this in a Boston Hockey blog comment. Ooh. Um, just kind of comparing... Um, you know, BU and BC over the last three decades. Oh, um, well, it's it's clearly been BC since like the, the 2010 yeah. mark, but it's also you know the fact that you know um, the Frozen Four appearances um, have collectively gone down. I think for both teams. If this is me trying to remember a lot all these stats off the top of my head, but it's it's kind of you know where in these stats you're seeing BC and BU aren't really as dominant as they once were. Whether it's in the conference. Or nationally, and it and you just kind of realize when you see, especially like a Lake Superior State last year in the tournament, kind of the parity mm-hmm. that's kind of that's been increasing yeah. the last few years, which I think is on a like on a positive note for college hockey as a whole. Like the parity and the competition level is on the yeah. up and up. Same as Hockey East. That's one of the things that they have going for them right now. Yeah, that UVM Merrimack, they are competitive. That kind of thing. Still so. frustrating.
1: Oh, it's frustrating when you're that top dog get it terrier get it haha like yeah it's tough when people are catching up a little bit um but we'll we'll see i guess keep going along at least these are marquee matchups in terms of name bu umass bu northeastern they're going to be fun but they could go poorly i hope they don't those hockey standings speaking of northeastern and umass they are both at the top uh northeastern number one 12 points in six games umass number two 11 points in four games You're all the way down at number seven, six points in six games, two wins, four losses. Uh, That's six games played right around the middle. Merrimack has the most with seven played. Vermont has the fewest time, and UMass Lowell with two played. So it's kind of that part of the season where everybody's uh, at different points. So it's not, you know, it's not end of the world being down six points in November, right? But you don't love it. It sure feels like it. It does, unfortunately. But we'll see where they are. Maybe they sweep UMass like last year, and maybe we go nuts.
0: Please. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. All right. Can we move along? You can certainly dream. Oh, I'd love to dream. I dreamed a dream. Nice. Once upon a time about BU hockey. Um. <laughs> okay. Anyways, the women's team. Hey, I picked um, BU men's hockey to win the conference. So. Yeah, remember uh, um, well. on our last ever episode of the Duck Boat Report, my oh. one of my hot takes was oh. BU Men's hockey is going to make the Frozen Four. Oh god. It's in Boston this year and everything.
1: Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I don't wish. think it's over. Like because this like we said the the roster, the potential on paper. Like yeah, they could run off of when they could run off two wins and win the Beanpot. Like if they figure it out with this group of guys, yeah. Like they're still a good team if it works. It's just not working now. Frozen Four, <laughs> okay, maybe Frozen Four is a little far, but yeah, I guess know. it's I not think... over
0: as if you squeak into the tournament with an automatic bid. Yeah, but the fact that if you know if you have any hope of sort of getting a an at large bid, um, like it's it's gone. Yeah, pretty much unless you run off twelve wins, which is unlikely. You're, like you're if you. If you come out of these next five games, you know, one and four, two and three, it's a hole you can't dig yourself out of.
1: Ooh, I don't know if I want to say that.
0: It absolutely Everybody's is. Everybody's going to lose to UMass. Most people
1: will lose to Northeastern. I guess you've yeah, beaten at the that teams that point, that you should you're, beat. Yeah, but at that point, you're like a third into uh, the sorry. season. You've been beaten by the teams you should beat. You're right. So you, since you struggled like, against Like, Merrimack we're past the
0: point where we're at the start of the season anymore. We're fully into the season. Yeah, true. And so you get to Thanksgiving— and certainly, I guess, if you want to add two more, tack on two more weeks to that for the end of the semester, then you're about halfway through. hmm Yeah. And you're well below 500. Yep. It's it's an impossible, it's an impossible gap to overcome. Uh, If you're trying to, like, win the whole thing, like regular
1: season title. If yeah. you're
0: trying to just be good. I don't know about like that. Like, if you're, like. You can turn it
1: around it, second semester, but yeah, you're not going to be the top seed in Hockey East. No. If you go in well below 500, yeah, sure. Alrighty. Can we move along? We sure. spent about 20 minutes, by the way, on the men's team. Hello. Women's action, BU UConn. And UConn is a wagon. In fact, I guess they're yeah, a Yeah, we didn't give
0: know. UConn nearly enough credit last time. We really, really should have. We re- really jumped the shark on UConn there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a little bit. Two losses for the Terriers at the hands of the Huskies. Two to one down in stores. Golf from Courtney Correa. And then one nothing, UConn shuts you out at Walter Brown Arena. Thoughts on the weekend, Patrick?
0: Well, UConn's off to the best start in program history, no thanks to us. 10-1. One. Uh, one Maybe thanks
1: to us. Maybe we give them a positive drink. Um, Jinx. Hey, maybe we
0: gave them that bulletin board material. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> Friday and Saturday were kind of like identical games for the women's team. You know, you go down early and you kind of sort of get back in it. Um, Friday more so than Saturday, where you get you know you get the goal, um, or you, or UConn added tacked on another, and then BU scored. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, when is this? Sorry, on Friday. Uh yeah, it was two nothing, on goals from Jada
1: Hab- Habish, Habish, and Morgan Wabick. Yeah, the Wabick by connection. by Taylor Wabick. Yep. And then uh, yeah, Courtney Correa with less than two minutes to play to make it yeah, interesting.
0: So, so kind of. Um, like, tomorrow, UConn gets t- the first goal kind of around the same time on Saturday. Um, and, you know, you see the similarities start to come up where BU's, like, kind of in it, not really. Yeah. Um, you just—you you can't really generate much offense. Um, and then come the third period, um, especially on Friday, BU had to re- rely on the penalty kill, which obviously backfired um, because the Wabit connection broke through. Um, and so then by the time Korea scores to get you on the board, it's, it's way too little, way too late— and on Saturday, it was kind of the same thing, obviously, aside from the insurance for UConn and the Korea goal, where in the third, you know, DeRocher talked about it after the game, you were giving up a lot to get a little. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you got outshot like 14 to 14 to 5 or something like that in the third. Fifth? Oh, in the, um,
1: in the third period, yeah, 14 to 5. Look yeah. at you.
0: Look at me go. 27 um, to
1: 15 in the game. You did 15 shots all game. Yeah,
0: like you couldn't generate any offense at all, especially in like... Um, Like, beginning of the first, end of the first, kind of, and yeah, basically, the whole point of the weekend was you couldn't generate much offense at all, try as Kate Stewart might to bail you out, because she was awesome, on Saturday especially. Um, And like, DeRoche talked about it after the game, like, they just missed the net. Um, Uh When they did get shooting opportunities, they missed the net. Like, McKenna Parker and Kaylee Donnelly were, like, the only ones to shoot the puck. Parker had five. I think Donnelly had three or four shots. Um, Other than that, nobody really had any shots. And it's just like it was just a lack of ox- o- sheesh, a lack of execution in the offensive zone.
1: Yes, I would agree. I mean, you didn't get goalied, but losing with only one goal on the weekend feels like you got goalied. But yeah, yeah. you just didn't get the shots on net. And UConn, you know, for obviously you can't check in women's hockey, but they certainly clear out that defensive zone, and uh, and they don't make it easy on you. And that's a team that's really rolling right now. Like you said, ten and one. So there's another example of your hockey East parity. Don't sleep on these kinds of teams. And when they need their stars, they get them. Natalie Snodgrass with the only goal of that game. The Wobbicks, obviously. Like, they have their stars that are going to put the puck in the net, and then everybody else falls into the system and it works. That's what you saw. Yep. Um, This weekend, you got Holy Cross for two on Thursday and Friday. Kind of interesting. Kind of weird.
0: Why. I wonder if... Not like, kind of weird. It is weird. It's really weird. Especially because... Very weird.
1: Friday is like BU Athletics... Uh, it's like their everything. Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. It's men's basketball home opener, women's hockey at, against Holy Cross, men's hockey against UMass, all in the same night. Yep. And you might get 10 people at the women's hockey and the basketball games.
0: You might get 10 yeah, people at the men's important. hockey game. <laughs> at
1: this point, go to the basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> no, the BU basketball no, show.
0: I, I don't think you understand. Again, this is going to be completely dominated by UMass fans. Yeah, the way that... They cor- travel or, so well. The
1: way Cornell dominated that Harvard game. It was a
0: home game for Cornell. It was
1: unbelievable. I didn't know they traveled so well. I mean, it's a big school, bigger than Harvard, I think, right? So they have a lot of alumni, I suppose. That was nuts. Sorry, yeah, I finishing... Cornell
0: has a super big underground.
1: But... We got non-conference in a moment. We got to finish this woman's hockey.
0: Yeah, the weirdest scheduling ever, Thursday, Friday. You should absolutely have your way with Holy Cross, kind of like we just said. You should with UConn, but uh-huh. no, you should with you Holy really Cross. Sure. We're serious. Who this are completely time. on the flip side? They're one in ten. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no!
0: Who they beat? You got it. They uh-huh. beat Franklin Pierce. Ah, uh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> Part of the Saint A's division that I did not give nearly enough respect to. Mm. Um, yeah, you shout out beat. Charlie McAvoy's sister on Saint A's. Yes. Um, should beat Holy Cross. You took care of them in that exhibition,
1: which doesn't mean that much. Uh, but now you have Kate Stewart, so your team's even better than it was then. Uh, although, you might be losing to Anima TV. They haven't said it. But Italy They is, also didn't
0: say it till like, Thursday. True. That weekend. I mean, Italy is back in competition. Italy is playing this weekend.
1: They have... Uh, I, I was serious about it this stuff, because last time we were like, oh, what's going on with Italy? Why is she gone? Well, Olympic qualification is happening.
0: This again, weekend, again, the final round.
1: Because the last one was the pre-qualification round, pre-qualification round two, in fact, where Italy topped their division of Kazakhstan, Spain, and Chinese Taipei. So that brought the uh, the Italians into Group D of the final Olympic qualification, which will be held in Germany, with the top-seeded Germans, followed by Denmark and Austria, in uh, in that group, Group D. And you have C with like... Czech Republic, Italy? Hungary, Italy's number four. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I'm a little scared about that. But they were awesome in their pre-qualification round two, if I do say so myself. Uh, and Mativi was awesome. And so I would think that they would carry her for this. You would On hope so. I would, I'd imagine. I mean, if I were her, I would hope so. Yeah. And there are three qualification spots available because you already have the classics, USA, Canada, Finland, the, the Russian what? Russia... Russia,
0: uh, it's like the, the Russian Olympic contingent or whatever because like because yeah. two years ago they were the Olympic athletes from Russia um, <laughs> they made their own country the, the player formerly known as Mousekoff, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the team formerly known as Russia <laughs> yeah that's a good one yeah so, <laughs>
0: Hang on, Patrick! We're going down. Thank you, Russia Little Women's Hockey. <laughs> and Keaton Peele. Oh, my God. The player formerly known as Mouse Cop.
1: <laughs> Japan, China, they're all in. So you have a Qualifier 1, Qualifier 2, and Qualifier 3. Yes. And let's hope Italy's <laughs> one of them because that would be cool.
0: But yeah. Basically, it's oh called Russia's, Russia's banned, But these <laughs> athletes can still go. <laughs>
1: So there you have it. We think Nadia Mati will be headed there if she is best of luck. If Nadia. she is, very good for her. Um, And we'll see what happens with the woman taking on Holy Cross. Hopefully we get some wins there because I'm not sure if we're going to get them on the men's <laughs> side, but I certainly hope we will. And that takes us to the non-conference stuff, including the uh, previously mentioned visit to the Bright Landry Hockey Center uh, to see Cornell visit the Crimson.
0: Yeah, we are the there. The big red against the Crimson. What's a big red? What's a crimson? What is what is hockey? <laughs> well, speaking of what is hockey, like you said it in a, one of our group chats, it was a completely different sport. It was. <laughs> Compared to what we've seen. You know, I forgot was, what yeah. it was like to watch a real-life hockey game. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Kid okay, Guy writes for the
1: Bruins here. Um, yeah. No, Hyperbole. The real-life college hockey. I mean, there wasn't a player there under six feet, it looked like. And well, the size didn't and matter. And it
0: was just the pace, the physicality, yeah. the intensity, mean. the intensity from intensity both teams, fake. the com- the competitive spirit. Yeah, they played hard. They have good teams. <laughs> they like their spirit. Yeah. Oh, I like their spirit a lot. Oh, I,
1: I mean, I like I'm, I like
0: their spirit so much. I'm convinced Cornell is gonna smoke BU at the Garden, and, but not Madison the Boston the Square. Madison, well, garden. the Garden to the rest of the world, not to us in New England. Right. Um and that Harvard is gonna smoke BU at the Garden the, the first round of the Beanpot.
1: Right, uh, yeah, they were scary and they played each other really well. Maybe Harvard came back one three to maybe two.
0: Maybe people on the teams or close to the teams actually listen to the show and they hear me saying that and it's gonna be like when Felger said the Bruins were too too young and they put it in a <laughs> hype video. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um. The one thing that maybe was a little
1: suspect was the goaltending, although that Gibson fellow had the save of a lifetime. Gibby Smalls? Gibby Smalls right in front of us. It was maybe the
0: best save I've ever seen live. Yeah, right? I, I still am in disbelief of that save. But
1: I wasn't that impressed with uh, with Howe on the Cornell no, side. No, I wasn't Gibson, impressed with him at all. Gibson on the Harvard side. So Gib, maybe... Gibson
0: had a tough start, but he really settled in. Yeah, you're good. I mean, your goaltending's not setting any records now. No, but I think Gibson was really good. Yeah? Yeah. He, in. he did settle in. You're right. He helped Harvard complete like, that comeback. Like, Howe had a good start, but... After Harvard had, like, eight shots in the first ten minutes, they really didn't test them at all until, like, end of the second, start of the third.
1: Yeah. That was fun, though, going out there. We said it last show. We were like, hey, let's go. And we did. And it was great. Uh, just it If is I didn't a have a class sport.
0: at 630, we'd probably be at Harvard Northeastern tonight.
1: Yeah. That, I don't know the last time there was a, a Boston, two Boston teams against each other on a Monday night, and it wasn't the beanpot. I'm so like, what, weird. What is going on That's there? So weird. I wonder if, like, Northeastern basketball needed the court or... Or I don't know what the women's team was doing, uh, but yeah, they're playing on a Monday night in just about an hour. Crazy. Any uh, other non conference
0: notes or around the conference? The UMass Providence series going back to that complete buzzsaw. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they only won
1: 1 0 at UMass and then 5 1 on like a third period surge, I think, at Providence.
0: No, I'm just talking about like the just a Those two teams in general, like, that's just a buzzsaw of a series. Yes, it was. Not UMass being... No, no. Although they are. Well, that's true. So is Providence. Yeah. Or until this weekend, I guess. But... I suppose. Um, Real hockey. Real hockey.
1: Uh, Let's see what else was going on. We have uh, on the women's side, Providence Northeastern went to overtime. Northeastern won the shootout. Uh, not a ton of other action. Merrimack beating Holy Cross as we know. North uh, New Hampshire and Franklin Pierce tied 3 3. How about Franklin Pierce? Is this on the women's side? This is all the women's side, yeah. Okay. Men's side. Uh, did I, oh, I still got it up here. Let's see. Anything interesting happen? We have. Uh, I mean, that was really the marquee series UMass and Providence. Otherwise, not a whole lot. A lot of teams are off. Like, UVM was off. Uh, I think UConn was... No, UConn and Maine had a pretty exciting one. 4-3 to three Friday night, and then 3-2 to two in overtime Saturday night. UConn winning both of them. So what a weekend it was for those Huskies. Uh, that's that's kind of all I've got. I mean, BC beat Merrimack, and then Merrimack beat BC 4-3, so that's cool. But that's kind of it. I mean,
0: we, we don't really have any legs to stand on yeah, if we no, want to no, come I'm at not. BC for losing to Merrimack. I, I was
1: just, just mentioning it, just uh, throwing it out there, but
0: not giving any conclusions based on that no considering you also lost to Merrimack and you got swept by Northern Michigan you did do that
1: but that's who's now
0: receiving votes in the (laughs) USCHO how about that so wait a minute
1: (laughs) if (laughs) if BU beat Northern Michigan I don't know if BU would have gained any votes absolutely not Northern Michigan beats BU and they gain like 20 votes Let's. Now, riddle me that one, folks, which tells me that there's still a little bit of a BU, like, belief somewhere deep down in whoever does the polls. They they kind of know. They're like, ah, BU's a solid team. Oh, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. I was wrong. Ah. BU's receiving one. One. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> one, one vote. Who one singular it? vote. I got to meet that guy. <laughs> or girl. Um. And yeah, Northern Michigan has seven votes. Yeah. One vote. You were ranked 10th. You were a top 10 team three weeks in.
1: One vote. Yeah, in the span of a month.
0: Yeah, a month in. A month. One vote. That is a free fall personified. Mm.
1: Free falling.
0: Snowballing. I don't know what you want to call it.
1: Snowballing. Not the same ring. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. Petty. Formerly known as Tom. (laughs) <laughs> all righty, I think that's it, Patrick. We're uh, we're over the half hour mark, right around where we usually are. You have a class to go to, I have some chicken to cook,
0: and a hockey <laughs> game to watch. Enjoy it, thank you. Um, well, yeah, I'm on Twitter at paton12. Find everything you like there from Bruins to BU hockey to pictures, all that good stuff. Brady's on Twitter at Gardner. Find everything you can possibly imagine for BU sports there, and more. Yeah. And more Oh, for... you're a women's soccer team. It was brutal. Could oh, yeah. that weekend have gone any worse for BU? Wet fart. That was a wet was... fart weekend.
1: I don't think there was a single BU win all weekend. Nope. Unless, like, the swimming team did. Because they I know they had something going on. Let's look. But no, I think the entire weekend was winless for BU. I think the last BU, like, team sport win... Was the women's soccer team on Thursday in their semifinal, and then they lose the final? Swimming and diving
0: cruises to one hundred eighty-three to one hundred eight. Win at Providence. It.
1: Welcome to the, the beach, men, swimming the, and, the and men's team, show. If
0: you thought the men's team rolled Providence, the women's team won. I mean, you ever see won, a friar swim? The women's team one hundred ninety-six to ninety-seven. Yeah, I mean the friars have to swim in all the robes and stuff, mm, all make the holy. Sense. G- no. all, yeah, a terrier is known to be buoyant. <laughs>
1: Uh, Women's tennis
0: showed grit against the Big Ten at Harvard. You know
1: the beautiful thing, though? When everything's going wrong, it can turn right around and start going right. I think the oxygen levels in the studio are evaporating in front of our eyes because that's how science works.
0: Anyways, the website is sites.bu.edu slash WTBU slash sports. If I didn't say it already, WTBU sports is on Twitter at WTBU sports. Big weekend. If you're able to guess. Yeah, big weekend for us. Uh kind of the, as we said, the BU Athletic Super Bowl on Friday, the WTBU Radio Broadcast Super Bowl on Friday. We got men's hockey on the main WTBU Sports, BU women's hockey on WTBU Sports 2, and then BU men's hockey. Did I already say men's hockey already? I meant men's basketball. Oh, but yeah. yeah. men's hockey at 7 against UMass on the main channel. But oh, okay. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow, we're digging into second channels. That's wow, amazing. we've been
0: digging into second channels a couple times this year. Look at this us. Year. That's awesome. But, anyways... Thank you for listening. We'll try and be more positive, or not say the hey, same things about the men's. Or we'll try and like have, I don't know. Give us something to believe in. They just need it to give us something different to talk about. Ted Lasso, believe. Sure, believe. Um, anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.